Welcome back to the Get Geekish Podcast. I'm Beto, joined by my uh, cohort Derek over there. How you doing this week, Derek? Am I right? And you? Why? Do, I don't know why that was. <laughs> You've still got Mario in the brain, don't you? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently that's what it is. Well, this week we decided to talk about a topic that's uh, near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. Mothers. Mother's Day is coming up. Uh, it's the, the second, was the second Sunday of every May the Mother's Day comes around? Yeah, something yeah. like that. So we got to thinking of uh, some of the pop culture moms that were pretty awesome. Talk about some of those this week and some of the not so good ones, too. I mean, everything from Marge Simpson and Molly Weasley being some good ones to Miss Darling from Peter Pan and Livia Soprano from being the not so good moms. But we're going to talk about some of the moms from pop culture that uh, probably had an effect on some of our lives, too, because why not? Right. I feel like we need like Samuel Jackson do an intro on this one. I'm tired of these. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's 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 a different mom's blog we're not doing one of those this, this this is not a mom's i'd like to anything this is a mom's that rock <laughs> so you're saying stifler's mom will not be making a parent <laughs> uh true 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 yeah <laughs> so uh would you just jump right into it because there's been a lot of moms almost every sitcom and every show there's there's a mom of some kind because everybody relates to it because we all come from mothers uh <laughs> well i will of, say like when yeah when you brought this up like i automatically thought of the goldberg's mom beverly, beverly. Mm-hmm. yep uh, you, you're like let's do a podcast about moms and there's right away i was like beverly goldberg <laughs> see now, now my question of that one do you count her as a good mom or a not as good mom she's a good mom she has some questionable practices the way she handles things. You know, if you've watched the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you know, great, it's, the, it's great a, intentions. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's a typical sitcom, you know, setup, right? Where it's an over exaggeration of a motherly character where I think some of it might be true because, you know, it's based off of his life. But I think more than anything, it's an over exaggeration of how like clingy and schmoopy she is, you know, like that type of stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know. There's no one in my house that really tries to model their life after what Beverly does sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now, for one that was uh, a little more uh, tough, how about Sarah Connor from the Terminator movies? She was a pushover of a waitress at some in the first greasy one. spoon restaurant and turned into a sunglass-wearing, robot-killing time traveling i'm gonna save my son and you're gonna die if you get in my way like she was uh <laughs> but here's the here's the question like here's the argument remember like she kind of went she she you know was like you said was a pushover in the first movie in the second movie she was kind of awol from her son right that's why he was with the the foster parents whatever he's with mm. because you know she was locked up in a psych ward and everything like that and you know, because she started spouting all that stuff and she knew she should have probably stopped, but she kept saying it. But then she ended up kind of making it right by, you know, coming out and, and protecting her baby. Yeah. So, so. so, yeah, there's there's good and bad there. But in the end, she came out being being on top. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Potter series. Molly Weasley. She, she's like the Beverly Goldberg of the, the Hogwarts universe, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All their kids complain about her, but all their kids know she had her back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had their backs. <laughs> and that great line that we can't quote here because this is a family-oriented podcast, but it's a great line from the 
from the movie, <laughs> which is very reminiscent of the Scorny Weaver line. But hey, nothing wrong with that. Yep. Uh, another one from TV that's been recent that all kinds of problems was not so great to start off with. It ended up it's what she was doing was all for the right reasons. It was Joyce Byers from Stranger Things? Oh yeah. Because she was flighty, she was ditzy, she didn't have her stuff together, but when it came to believing and trusting her instincts and saving her son from the supernatural underworld that no one believed existed, she she pulled the crazy card and said, I don't care if you think I'm crazy, I want my boy back, I want my boy back. Well, and I think that's like the, the perfect example right there of, you know, going through hell to get your to get your family back, right? You know, that's always one of those... Growing up where, you know, your parents were like, you know, I'd fight tooth and nail to get you back if somebody ever took you or anything like that. And that's exactly what she did, mm-hmm. you know. So, applause to her. And I think it's, I mean, we could go through probably dozens and dozens of the live action sitcoms, but so many of the moms are just kind of cookie cutter clones where there's not much depth to them. Especially in the 80s and 90s, they were... I was- I was oh, going to say the eighty, the eighties. Stay, stay home and do some cooking and uh, wait for my family to come home, and then I will clean up their messes when they do funny things. Like that was <laughs> that was a sitcom mom of the eighties, right? Well, I mean, even in the early nineties, because I mean, it was like you said, it was cookie cutter. It was always the, you know, there was some that that kind of branched out and did their own things, right? But mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, uh, what is it, Peggy Bundy, mm-hmm. right? I'd, um, I'd, I'd put her in the bad moms category. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, it makes it uh, Roseanne, um, kind of the same kind of thing. Um, I'm trying to think of what other sitcoms. Full House didn't have a mom. Um, my brain just uh, the, stopped. The, the mom from Modern Family was decent, but again, she was. Which, she, yeah, <laughs> she. I mean, but the, the, I think the mom from Modern Family was more of a realistic type of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she was over exaggerated for some parts because it's a sitcom. Mm. But also some of it, you know, with the whole realistic, you know, with the relationship with the kids and everything like that and having to deal with actually real world type of stuff. I think that's what made it more relatable to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why that sitcom did so well is because you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I get this. I get why you're acting that way. Mm-hmm. And then if we if we move out of live action sitcoms, we go into things like animation. The world kind of opens up just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, huh? Yeah, I mean, just you go down the Disneyland. Let's go down Elastigirl from The Incredibles. W- was she not awesome? Yeah, like yeah. all across I, the board. <laughs> and her and her husband was. I mean, they they made the character of Mister Incredible to be the the typical '90s sitcom dad of the aloof, yeah, dumb as a rock. Oh, I'm going to do my thing, and they figured out how to make it go through there. But I will tell you that I was nope. going to say Elastigirl did a really good job too of like you know, protecting her family and then like stretching the truth to protect them, you know, <laughs> I had to, I had to put that in there. All right. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, Marge Simpson from the Simpsons. Another one that she's got some issues of something she does or not. Right. But overall, everything she does is to keep her little family together and take care of people. Mm-hmm. I would say there's definitely times when you're watching the Simpsons and she's definitely like an over exaggeration, especially like the early, seasons mm. but with the later seasons they definitely made her more of like the stable character and i mean she's still kind of you know on some of the stuff you're like eh but like you said she's she's one of those ones where it kind of gets a little bit more realistic with some of this stuff but the funny you, you say the 
that she's the stable character when she is most of the time. But they still throw it in that a couple times every season or two, they throw it in where Marge goes off the deep end. And she's yep. in the mental institution or goes off the rails or does something crazy because she's stable, stable, stable. I can't take this anymore! <laughs> Which, I mean, is, if that's not a good representation of a mother, <laughs> then I, I, and this, I mean that with all sincerity because... That's in, in, how, in the most complimentary way possible. Yeah, that's how moms are. They will they will hold it together. They will hide everything. They will suppress it because they got to be strong. They got to be strong. They got to be strong. And then something happens, and they go off in the deep end. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them. Yep. And and as kids will remember that moment too when you're playing out of the toys after school or something like that, and for some reason you left your left shoe in the front room and. Uh, all of a sudden, the the whole house is coming down with yelling and screaming, and you're grounded for weeks, and things are going up, getting thrown in the trash can. You're like, what happened? <laughs> well, I don't think it. I, I was going to say I don't think it also helps like when because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the, the the mom reaches the breaking point, right? And it's a, it's the weirdest little thing, and then you kind of talk back in a sense of like, why are you making a big deal out of this? And oh, heaven have mercy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, it's funny getting to the age right now with kids growing up. You see the other side of that. And as kids, you don't realize, you don't see the other little stuff. It's just that one little thing set her off. I don't know. She's crazy. And as an adult, you're like, there's like 764 things that have led me up to this point. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you know every single one of them. <laughs> uh, Comic-wise. How about Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman? For a minute there, when you said comic, I was like comedians. Uh, no, Sue Storm. Yeah, she. I mean, well, she, so you would know better than me because like I, I didn't know, I didn't read any of it when she had kids. So mm-hmm. uh, she, she, she did her best again. But she, she was one of the ones that was, she was kind of the stable one in their family too because they all had their powers and she was more level headed. Reed was a little too scientific, and you know. The universe came first, but to Sue, it was the family came first most of the time. Mm-hmm. And aside from her mid '90s flair, we decided to dress like an S and M queen. Then you know that might have been a little off the deep end, but <laughs> I show you invisible. <laughs> He's got to get a groove back. <laughs> uh, let's see what are some other ones that were uh, we're gonna oh, oh some of the movie moms that were good. Forrest Gump's mom. I don't know if there's anything other than Mrs. Gump. Yeah, no, I, think I was trying to think. I was think what she had to persevere through, and the 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 good-hearted nature, and the little nuggets of wisdom she passed along to Forrest. Mama always said, "Yep." Uh huh. Mama always said. <laughs> uh, another one of my favorite moms in pop culture history, uh, Morticia Adams. Oh yes. Well, okay, so I would say. I mean, I don't like spiders and death and getting things chopped off, but if I was into that, she would have been some of a great mom. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it, it, she was good. Her, Catherine Zeta-Jones rendition of her in Wednesday was a little bit different. Like, it kind of turned the relationship with her kids a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because they made it a little bit more realistic with, like, the teenager and the mom dynamic. So mm-hmm. that way you're like, okay, I understand that. But yeah, you know, even in the movies and everything like that, she was just that mom that's always there and, and you know, the perfect wife and all that jazz. And then she would protect her family. Mm-hmm. Hardcore protect her family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, do you want to keep going with good moms or should we, should we transfer into some of the not so good moms? Well, you got a couple more good moms there. 
Or maybe, yeah, yeah, let's go do a couple more good moms. How about Jane Jetson? Mm, see, I want to say yes, but I also know that she was a stereotype written for the 50s of the mom that needs to stay at home and knows her place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she was not great. I'll give, I'll give you that part for it. There's, and that's that's the problem I went to. I ran into a lot of these things. And I was I was even planning on asking Chat GBT about some of the moms. And one of the ones that came up was Daenerys Targaryen. I'm like, but she wasn't even actually a mom, but she was she the raised mother those dragons. of dragons. She raised the dragons, and she was the the mother to all of her people, and she was did a great job. I, th- I thought that was a except bit of a stretch, end, except for the last season. Oh yeah, you know, she <laughs> did light a lot of people on fire, so it works out all right. <laughs> Well, I was thinking uh, too, like, is, did you consider, um, oh God, what's her name from the Brady Bunch or the Partridge family? Like, are those good moms? I mean, or is that just a time period, like, that it was a good mom and now it'd be kind of like did, frowned I upon? I, I, I didn't go back for those because I think the same reason you didn't go with Jane Jetson was you go back to those times and even, you know, Donna Reed. For the time period, that was the, the perfect mom. Donna Reed was the most perfect human being on earth. And I would have hated to live in Donna Reed's house. I would have been a bad <laughs> teenager. <laughs> well, I think maybe that's why we relate more to like the 80s, 90s and early 2000s moms of the sitcoms and everything like that is because they made them. Yeah, they made them a little bit more over exaggerated, but they made them more realistic, more down to earth, more like relatable where like the mom snaps at the kid for something. You're like, I get that, you know, <laughs> it's realistic. Um, I was I was trying to find a list of a lot of uh, comic book moms too, and a lot of comic book moms just are murdered. <laughs> I was gonna say a lot of comic book parents in general just disappear. Like Bruce Wayne's mom, was she great? She, been. Must, she must have been up to that point. Oh, here we go. Hippolyta, Wonder Woman's mom. See, she was yeah. awesome, but what? My my question with her is was she was she a great mom or was she just a demanding mom? Well, was she a great mom or was she a great trainer? Like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I mean, she was she was kind of like leading her kid down the path to become that warrior, right? So, mm-hmm. or uh, Moira McTaggart from the X Men comics. She was a genetic scientist. She loved her kid, but her kid turned into Proteus, and uh, you know, almost destroyed the world. So. <laughs> You chalk that little A, little B. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think I, that's more like on the kid, not the not parenting, but you know, it's, it's true. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get myself in trouble if I go to change the subject. <laughs> um, another one from a list I found. So we talked about Mary Parker from Spider Man. That although she and her husband died when Peter was young, their influence was significant. Like, um, pretty, pretty sure dying doesn't become a good influence on your kids, no matter how hard. I, I, well, so, I mean, even if you look at the comic book movies, right, the the one that comes closest to acknowledging his parents is the amazing Spider-Man in the first one. But that's more of he's obsessed with his dad and his research. The mom doesn't really like she's kind of there, mm-hmm. but uh, Yes, it's a lot of the ones you go there. You find ones that had that did good things, were very nice, but it's 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 there's not that many stories written about a really over the top great mom, right? Which maybe that maybe that's what's missing in Hollywood. A little positive spin on some of that things instead of 
a whole slew of movies of teenagers that are angry at their parents. How about a movie about where parents are saving their kids? <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, look here. Let's start off with a bad mom. What about uh, you? Remember the movie "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead"? Uh huh. That mom left for what, like, a European trip or something, and basically just left her kids for like a month with the babysitter. It was like, I'm out, deuces. So uh, that's great. That's not a great mom. Yeah, and we go through bad moms. I mean, that's, that's easy to start spitting off list. You got Olivia from The Sopranos, uh, Lucille Booth, Bluth from Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> Funny mom, but yes, no, you're you're correct. You're correct. Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, the argument could be made she was doing it for her family, too. Like, she did a lot of nasty things, but for her family. Yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one, that one, it depends her on heart was the kind of in the right place, but. Uh, Motives, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> uh, Norma Bates from Psycho. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not, not, not a good mom. Uh, Mrs. Darling from Peter Pan. If you think about it, I never, I never really thought about that. We go to the, the the mom and Peter Pan, and she's a complete jerk to her kids. All her, none of her kids, none of her kids are good enough. She's always mad at them. All everything's just. Blah, 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 blah. No wonder they want to grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought of one, and then I lost it. Did Don't it involve Beverly from Serial Mom? No. <laughs> <laughs> Serial killer moms are not a good thing. It's not not good. Uh, Regina's mom from Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. That's 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 where all the Mean Girl came from. Was from oh, Mean Girls' mom. Got it back. Carrie's mom from Carrie. Oh, yeah. That is a horrible mom. Yeah. I mean, especially if you look at the the seventies one, the original Stephen King. Oh, that is an awful mom. Mm-hmm. Awful. But yeah, kind of brings back bad memories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lady Tremaine from Cinderella. Granted, she was a stepmom, but man, well, was... I mean, she was still a mom to the to her. Yeah, she was a crappy mom to them too. So, yeah. <laughs> she, she loses on both fronts. Uh, Aunt Lydia from Handmaid's Tale. Everyone wants to be like her, right? No. <laughs> um, Mother Gothel from Tangled. That kind of kind of counts because she did raise her. And she did think she was her mom. That's true. And she did right make there. A, she did make a catchy song of making her listen to her everything she says. Yep. Listen <laughs> to your mother. Yeah. I mean, uh, right there is a you kidnap a kid to force them to be your kid, and yeah. If you lock anybody in a tower, you're probably not have their best interest in mind, unless it's like a werewolf. <laughs> Uh, what about Jason's mom, Pamela Voorhees from Friday the Thirteenth? Not a good mom. <laughs> I, I mean, let's let's throw this out there. You like you said, serial killer moms, horror movie moms are kind of like right around that thing, unless it's with the you know the kids trying to fight. Because I mean, you th- I think of the mom from Poltergeist; she went through hell in that one. And I don't, I wouldn't say she was a bad mom, but you know, that's different. But yeah, Voorhees, mm-mm, no. <laughs> Yeah, there's some, there's some bad stuff, but see how much you, like it, it's weird how easy it is to find a whole list of stories with evil mothers or bad mothers, moms that did bad things, but the number of stories that have really powerful, strong moms, it's it's, it's a dwindling list. Few and far between. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, you go for the moms well, from the from the Hallmark Christmas movies, but they're all generic cookie cook, cookie cutter things too. Of I help my daughter fly to see her boyfriend in the. <laughs> but I think that I think you nailed it. Is like it's one of those ones where you know for the longest time, moms were viewed as this you got to stay at home and know your place type of thing, right? And then if they didn't, then they were kind of like overbearing, like the the mom from Carrie, right? The mm-hmm. overbearing, protective. You need to do this, and you need to listen to me, and blah blah blah. But it was. I think we need more moms. You know, kind of like the Beverly Goldberg. Yeah, she's a little eccentric. She's a little over the top, but she supports her kids one hundred percent and is always there for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like like you said, Hollywood needs to get on the boat of like. Because, I mean, if you look at the stories, too, it's always like an evil stepmom, right? That's mm-hmm. not true. I mean, it's or the mom is overbearing or the mom's dead. You know, it's it's one of those ones where, I mean, especially in a Disney movie, if their parents are in the beginning of it, you know, they ain't going to be at the end. Mm-hmm. So, oh, hey, hey, look, look at turning, is, turning red. The entire plot yeah. of that movie was everybody was every every woman was mad at her mother. Like that was for generations. Yeah. That was the plot of the movie. Your mom did horrible things to you. Be mad at her. <laughs> when I think I think turning red was the closest one that we've had to like a maybe a real life relationship type of thing with their mm-hmm. you know like their daughter and everything like that because I see it now I'm sure you're starting to see kind of the the, the, the similarities too. <laughs> but it, that's that's what is like turning red was a great movie and I think a lot of people related to it because of that you mm-hmm. know. So maybe they're getting there or like Riley's mom from inside out was was there and kind of tried to understand what was going on and everything that's like true, that, you true, know, yeah. Yeah, she was a good one. But I mean, most of the time you watch a Disney movie that has the parents in the beginning of it. You're like, they ain't making it to the end. Like, look at Frozen. Like, oh, yeah, our I, daughter I, has powers. Let's lock her up. I, I guess that might be part of the problem, too, of uh, what people would want from their mothers, and expect from their mothers. If people want their mother to always be in their corner and be there for them. They probably don't want their mother on the front lines taking bullets to save the world. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely some it, some interesting writing takes and in how the traditional story would have to change to make that go with. But it, it's got it's got to be doable. They got to they got to be do something. I mean, like you know, Joyce Byers, I think, was a great character development for a mom because you know she was. That kind of like, oh, you know, like, I mean, it's a typical 80s mom type of thing of like, oh, her parents, she doesn't know where her kids are, blah, blah, blah type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then she just went into full on rage mode to try to get her kid back. And she screamed. She got she got stuff done, you know, mm-hmm. well, and you I think get, that's you get the stuff through. She had the typical thing of, oh, she's, mm-hmm. she's not going to take care of her kids. She can't do it because she was a single mom in the 80s trying to raise yeah. two kids with <laughs> make ends meet. Like it's that's plenty good reason that your kids were home alone if you had to go work a double <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) well and i think that's the thing too is like a lot of people look at moms like that they're like oh she's neglectful she's not raising the kids right uh she's working a double shift or she's working two jobs to try to feed them and everything like that what how is how is that not good (laughs) sorry she's not a helicopter (laughs) you know uh helicopter mom could you turn that into a superhero but make it a good thing really that'd be a super villain wouldn't it helicopter mom (laughs) Get away from that bug. <laughs> it's Spider-Man. You heard what I said. <laughs> Don't make me come over there. I'm not saying it twice. <laughs> if I count to five and that bug is still there. 
What is it with we're gonna we're we're still talking about moms, but we're not talking about the, the superhero or anything like that. But what is it about a mom saying your full, middle, and last name that just strikes fear into your heart? What is that power? Because that is a superpower. I I, I would agree. I'm not sure what that does. <laughs> like it does not matter how old you are. Like my mom, I I made her mad the last time I saw her, and she said my full name. I was like, oh my. I flashed back, man. I I like I had whiplash. I was like, I'm still scared of you. It's something about the point of emphasis because it just draws out enough and it, it focuses on there because it, it's never said unless it is a problem. So I think mm-hmm. we all are are trained from a young age that that's that's like the switch. So like the who right gotta listen now. <laughs> when it's funny is like I don't know about about your dad, but like I remember my dad. You'd he said my full name a couple times. It didn't have the same effect, right? Nope. It, no. With when mom said it, you're like, uh oh. I really messed you up. You expected like a bad <laughs> joke coming from your dad after you said it. Derek Michael Brown, I'm going to tell you something. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, when, when mom says it, you're like, where's the shoe coming from? I don't know. <laughs> I'll clean it up. I don't know what it is. I'll clean it up. <laughs> what did I do? I'm sorry. I'll clean it. I'll do my chores. What did I need to do? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so, so wrapping this whole thing up, we talked through a bunch of the good moms from pop culture. Talk through some of the bad moms about pop culture. Uh, what are the characteristics that make a pop culture mother so like what, what what makes a pop culture mom rock? Um, is it a the sense of humor? The sense of humor, I think. the doing anything for their family and loved ones, yeah, not being a pushover, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Being that strong woman that actually like represents what it should be like, and one that we didn't even touch literature moms because there's a lot. I'm not even dive into that because there's a lot of moms in the literature world where you're like, Oof. or you're like, wow. But we'll leave that to the comment section. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it's maybe that's maybe the mom story needs to be more written word than movie sequence because flashy pictures don't quite do the justice you need for that kind of thing. <laughs> I will. What about um, the mom from Independence Day? Not I, not I, the president's wife, but um, with the gay fox is that her name? I can't even remember the mom from Independence Day, <laughs> where she was the the stripper, and then she was in the in the tunnel with her son and the dog, and she was doing everything. She, she was a good mom. You remember that? Watch uh, it again. I I don't, but the definition of the stripper who took her son and a dog into a tunnel to escape from aliens didn't. Didn't spark my memory at all. <laughs> okay. Fair. Fair. The mom from Mars Attacks was not good. <laughs> and then there's what about the mom from Coraline? The mom Which was pretty one? was decent Coraline, but the other mother creepy. You think? Yeah. Was it the butt and eyes that gave that away or so, so I think what we'll do. We'll make a list of some good moms. And some bad moms. You can go to our website, getgeekish.com, and you can chat me in the comments there on who else we need to add to the list of good moms, bad moms. How about that? Yeah, that'll, that's good. Just that's just for good. fun, since we're speaking about moms and all that stuff. So with that blog post up, go let us know. At Get Geekish and all the social media handles. And uh, have yourself a, a good Mother's Day season. Mother's Day season. <laughs> <laughs> a season. Not a good Mother's Day, just a season of it. <laughs> Well, it's it's different for a lot of people. Some people it's a That's sad true. time. Some people it's a happy time. Some people don't care. Some people go all aboard for it. So you know, yep, don't don't sense. alienate anybody. 
Everyone has. Everyone knows a mom, <laughs> or knows somebody that has a mom, or knows of a mom. Like one of those three things, it's, you're connected in some way. I'm trying to think now. Is there like a representation of like a a dog mom or a cat mom in in pop culture that we miss? Because I mean, those count too. They definitely oh, count. I don't even think of animal movies. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> but most of the animal ones die too. Oh, we say Bambi, Bambi's mom was probably amazing. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. Let us know at the Geekish and we will talk at you next week. Ha, ha, ha.